BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of, one that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Are the old world picturesque shores of Europe calling you? Set sail on an adventure with Avalon Waterways. Enjoy an elevated cruising experience. Avalon Waterways offers smaller ships, bigger experiences with fewer people and more of, well, everything good about river cruising. Don't just dream about quaint towns and cobblestone villages. See them for yourself and make lasting memories. Discover limited time offers today at avalonwaterways.com. Are we ready to start? One, two, three. I'm a proud Democrat, but first and foremost, I'm a proud Republican and Democrat and mostly American. Can you believe in miracles? Yes, you can. Why are you here? You're supposed to be asleep. Wake up. On a shucky ducky kind of day. He's bare chested and banging his chest. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. I'm up and ready and running. So the audience are a bunch of hoes. Yeah. Real classy. Why don't we just go to the story? Talk radio has made people lack confidence in a lot of our existing institutions. The best place to get real information is the Armstrong and Getty show. <laughs> they don't want to get a nasty tweet from Donald Trump. Well, who wouldn't want an opportunity to talk to Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty? Why are you here today? I don't watch the news. The birthplace of talk radio. Well, uh, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty, who host the popular uh, radio talk show, ask the same question of their listeners, and here's their response. <laughs> This is Ed McMahon, and now, here 
Here's Armstrong and Getty. A dimly lit room deeper than the bowels in the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. The bowels are hot today. Hot, steamy bowels. And today we're under the tutelage of our general manager. How about rumors about the the tax reform? They're running rampant among news junkies and talking heads. 401k, interest deduction, state local taxes, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. So it was 104 in Los Angeles yesterday. Yeah. The heat, my God, the heat. At the end of October, going to be 100 degrees for first pitch of yeah. the World Series. It's the hottest ever game one, Jack. Back to you. That's crazy. Nip in the air, fall, 100 degrees. Mr. October. Yes. Um. And Houston. Houston's probably going to be plenty toasty. Anywho, I'm worried about restoring my flora. I heard that ad twice today. Mm. Restoring the flora in my intestines. Have How's you been your stool? I've been following those ads. How is it? Two people are having a conversation. What seems to be the problem? I don't know. It's my tummy. Have you tried restoring the flora in your intestines? I have not. Flora restoration? Tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know that was a possible thing. Now I'm really concerned that I've got that problem. Well. Like um, one of the shower thoughts uh, was the other day, probiotic sounds a lot better than bacteria infested. <laughs> <laughs> Let's kick off the show by introducing everybody in the squad. There's our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning, Michael? I'm doing good. I was getting my bag out of my car, and then I looked in the back seat, and just my car in general, and it's a big mess. I, mm. I, I'm ashamed. I've got, you know... A, Empty soda can in there, some trash, and it's just disgusting. I, sh- I should take it's it. It's disgusting. I should take it to the car wash, but I had a bad experience years ago where I actually, uh, one of the people working at the car wash, put my car in reverse and hit the car behind him. Right. And so ever I, since then, I've been a little hesitant to. How take is ta- how is taking your car wash going to help with the mess in your back seat? Well, I mean, I'll Roll clean down it. the windows. Get them naked and clean it out. <laughs> really? I clean yeah. it out, and, you know, yeah. I haven't vacuumed and stuff like that. It, I, it's pretty bad right now, Jack. I'm I, kind of underplaying. I keep my car clean. I just always have. Um, and it seems pretty easy to me. But my wife's car is a mess. Mm. And she was telling uh, she was telling our oldest that she said, my car has always been a mess. I've always wanted to be clean. I've tried to keep clean. I just don't. Speaking to him about his room. Uh, about how some sometimes you just have to, you know, that's your thing, but you're going to have to manage it and figure out how to deal with it because you might always be battling that. Less mess, more freedom. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, you know, it's funny you should mention that. My wife is uh, doing me a, a, a real solid. She's such a sweetie. She's so good to me. Dropping my car off at the dealer to get a little work done today. And so I've got her car. And uh, frankly, uh, it's shocking. <laughs> <laughs> Scandalous, really. Wow. And... Uh, I don't know what it is. Uh, if you take uh, whatever empty water bottle or whatever you got out out of the car with you every time you finish one and throw it in the trash. What, am, what if my hands are full? Hmm? I don't know. Tuck it that. under your chin or something. What if it's like a quarter full and I'm not, I don't know if I might be thirsty later. Yeah, these, these, these are tough things to overcome. Uh, there is Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Uh, doing very well. Uh, it was on this day uh, in the year 1939 that the first nylon stockings went on sale. And I only bring this up because of the website that I use when it tells me on, you know, this day in history sort of stuff has this charming little piece of audio uh, to go along with this tidbit. 
the stocking trade get into line at the Nottingham Pally to Dance for a competition to find Miss Nylon Stockings. Hosiery traders at Nottingham organized the competition to find the pair of legs which could show off their stockings to the best advantage. The girl who fills the bill and the stockings will get five pounds and a dozen pairs of, yes, nylons. There you go. I don't know when people stop talking like that, but I miss it. <laughs> we should bring it back. Those are simpler times. I just heard on the news that uh, Sears has ended its relationship yep. with Whirlpool after a hundred years of selling Whirlpool stuff. No more. Well, Sears is about to end its relationship with selling stuff. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> with being a business. Right, yes. I remember as a kid standing at the Sears with the whole family looking at a washing machine. Probably yeah. a whirlpool. Whirlpool. Yeah. Whirlpool. Pull. There's Marshall Phillips who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall? I'm How's doing, your flora? Uh, my flora is doing pretty well. Awesome. From what I can tell. Now, one of the world's richest rappers has a birthday today. Aubrey Drake Graham goes by Drake, don't you know? Turns 31 today. He's at, only 31? At age 31, his net worth is $90 million. Really? Oh, he's yes. done well. Good for wow. him. Wow. Yes. Talented he, kid. He was also a bit of a child actor before he got into the music Ooh. biz. It's almost like if uh, Zach Morris of Saved by the Bell went on to become a, a gigantic music star. Just yeah. like that. God dang it. Having <laughs> nearly $100 million, that's big time money right it there. It is. And Drake says he plans to retire by 35. Four more years, he's going to retire, and his retirement is already well-funded, as he puts it. What does retiring from rapping mean? I don't know. What are you going to do less of? Rapping? Blinging. <laughs> buy a couple of Sears franchises and preside over those. <laughs> Become a whirlpool repairman. Right. <laughs> uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Tuesday, October 24th, of the year 2017. We are Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. All right. Here's the official beginning of the show. Uh, according to FCC rules and regulations, the, the uh, one of the guys at the FCC actually said we gotta we gotta do something here. We gotta revamp our. We got rules that don't apply to the industry for 30 years. Oh, what yeah. the hell is happening? That's here? a good question. Yeah. Yeah. They should have left well enough alone, from my perspective. Anyway, uh, let's begin at Mark. The free falls kind of a Wow, you know, and the wind is so terrific. It was great. I loved it, and I'll do it again. The heck was that? That was a 94-year-old woman, great-grandmother, skydiving for her birthday. Absolutely. Fantastic. That's what we need more of. Yeah, I thought that was a, I, I don't know, I'm fat. I'm, we I'm, need more 90-year-olds jumping out of planes. I really want to skydive, but I don't think I'll ever do it because I'm terrified of it. And every once in a while, somebody goes splat. Not that often. No. More than, say, bowlers. Absolutely. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, what are other headlines, Marshall Phillips? Well, GOP bad blood already clouding the future of tax reform. Oh, no. Pentagon vows to provide answers on the Niger attack, and Bill O'Reilly is blaming God for his sex harassment woes. Stories coming up, 635, Armstrong and Giddy. Guy in a robe, sandals, he came in here, he grabbed her ass. It wasn't me. Yes. Are you accusing the Savior, Bill? Uh, I'll give him the last word. <laughs> Savior, you get the last word. Uh, I was uh, having positive feelings about tax reform until Trump starts declaring what things are in and out just on a whim without... A problem. It's not a Trump-free Tuesday, so we got a bunch of stories to get caught up on. How does mailbag look? Oh, it's fine. It's very good, including reaction to the Trump-free Monday. How about the fact that they're opening up the JFK ass assassination files How this week? <laughs> huh? We're going to finally find out who did it. <laughs> right. What is this? The olden days? On Thursday, we find out who did it. It'll be very exciting. All that coming up.
on the Armstrong and Getty Show. is in a Twitter battle with Senator Corker again this morning. He is blasted Corker. Corker is blasted back. Um, oh, really? Another daycare center blast So, uh, from Corker. Oh, so it's, uh, it's going both ways. Well, I'm glad it's a Trump-inclusive Tuesday yeah. as opposed to yesterday. Yeah. It's something. Mailbag. We've posted this for you at armstrongandgettyradio.com, the hot links section. Uh, It is one of the funniest, most amazing, mind-boggling displays of bad parking I've ever seen in my life. Somebody somebody decided to whip out their phone and record a, a bad parker. Yeah, at the beginning wow. at the beginning of the video, it's a woman attempting to parallel park on a street in jolly old England. Now, at the beginning of the video, one of the British lads who is enjoying the spectacle, hooting, hollering, heckling, and laughing, says Brother, this has been going on for 20 minutes, and it goes on for another nine minutes. That's funny. It is mind-boggling, and various people attempt to go help her or counsel her and point, and it's just, it's astonishing. It's amazing. I saw the length of it and thought, there's no way I'm watching this, and well, I may have zapped through some of it, but... How would you uh, react to somebody uh, standing there videotaping your parking and criticizing it, though? Well, they're videotaping from a window. Still, though. Ain't you, haven't you got something better to do? By the time no. a random stranger walks up and says, hey, have you tried turning the wheel when you're at this point? It, it, it Something better to do than videotaping one of the most hilarious things I've ever seen in my life? No, absolutely not. Oh, shaming your fellow man. It's mm, what it takes to get him to fall into line. Wow. Somebody come up with the odds on the World Series tonight. I'm not finding it in USA Today. I want to know who's favored by what. On the uh, topic of Trump-free Monday, uh, Curtis writes, Thank you, thank you, thank you, all caps, many exclamation points. Then Jen writes, Hey, on the Trump-free Monday, let's have a sexual assault-free day. I'm sick of this. Bring back Trump. Wow. We battered her into wanting Trump back. Uh, We assaulted her. One thing, we assaulted her ears. Uh, One one thing that I would like to point out, because it was not obvious to some people, was that a Trump-free Monday was not a rejection of Donald Trump's presidency or policies or anything else. And and it wasn't a lot of people who reacted like that, but uh, there's a couple. Um, No, it's about the omnipresence of discussion. Conversation, disagreement, arguing, news about Trump. It's a drumbeat. There is nothing in the news. We get, you know, the the hot tips on all the big newspapers, the the networks, et cetera, what they're reporting on, what their reporters might be able to talk to us on, et cetera, et cetera. And the first two and a half pages is so-and-so is arguing with Trump over this. Trump was mad at somebody over this. And it just, it's pages of it. I'm going to talk about that later. The book reviews, which have frustrated me over the weekends i love reading book reviews every single one of them they work in how it relates to donald trump seriously wow God. seriously hey you're a book reviewer you're kind of sensitive to the whole cliche thing huh Twas a dark and stormy night you would laugh at that right well guess what the, well, you were going to talk about that, weren't you? And I'm stealing all your thunder. That's fine. Selfishness. Then, then, that's what this is. Then I don't have to say it. It saves me time. Your 
you know, it's especially important to find a comforting story like this in right. the times of Trump. Is every bit as hoary a cliche as the dark and freaking stormy night, you morons? How can you not get that? Yes, avoid cliches like the plague, as yes. Chris Fritchin said. Exactly. Uh, on the topic of uh, transition music, I was in the middle of washing... Oh, I gotta say, you guys always keep me entertained, but today it actually physically hurt. I was in the middle of washing some gutters that were about 12 feet high when you played the new transition music, where the singer's words were completely incomprehensible. so hard that the scrub brush I was using fell out of my hands and hit me in the head. <laughs> I gotta play that for my kids. They'll think that's hilarious. Oh, it's so good. I continue to laugh uncontrollably. Some customers uh, of the property I'm painting looked at in utter confusion, not sure whether they should come to my aid or maybe call local authorities. Uh, that's Al the Painter. Thanks for the note, Al. Come on now. Who can do the Come on. Sing along if you know the words. If you know the words, email them to us. I would love to know them. <laughs> oh, that's so beautiful. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Fascist Anthony from the Antifa capital of Portland, Oregon. <laughs> Greetings, sirs. Short-time listener, first-time caller. I waited patiently for a week to hear the scandal that would surely erupt from... This has been happening more and more lately, and it's starting to disturb me. He brings up Positive Sean's dropping an S-bomb while discussing his Netflix edition. Then he gives the exact timestamp from Friday. But it was never mentioned. What gives? Could I be the only person to catch it? There was another one of these. This has become something of a craze among you good folks. There was one the other day where I was accused of dropping an F-bomb. And I'll be darned if it didn't sound like a guy just saying the F-word. And that's I impossible. Hear that. I don't have Tourette's. I, hear I know that. I know when I utter an F bomb on the air, never. I have the delay button. Whoops, you've I did never, anyway. Where'd it go? Oh, you've never dropped an F bomb on the air? And I might have. I think um, I have. But I, I hit the dump button. Um but there well, my point is there is zero chance. I just casually dropped an F-bomb, and nobody here noticed it. Right, right, right. And I didn't unless, notice unless it. Unless we weren't paying any attention to you. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> well, I'm always listening to classic rock. <laughs> oh, boy. It's possible. And, and All right, listen, a, a confession. Uh, uh, P.S., do you still have that? I can, I'll have it by the next break. Okay, because it, it was so disturbing, I thought... There's no, there's no upside to playing this. Can we play This it? just sounds like a guy okay. saying the F word. All right. So, uh, you know, cool. Anthony, I don't doubt for a second that, that at the time stamp you mentioned, uh, Positive Sean does that, but um, oh, that's weird. Anyway, uh, KBTP, keep broadcasting tasteful profanity. It's uh-huh. uh, Anthony. Good to hear from you, brah. Um, oh, um, this, is, uh, this is the ebb and flow of mailbag for you. This is a rather uh, learned and serious note in in some detail from Eric, uh, who is also uh, in uh, writing from beautiful Oregon, where the show is just exploding. We have the great honor of being on uh, in both Portland and uh, Eugene slash Springfield. Anyway, uh, Eric's note is a description of rape and the death penalty. 
and various legal and scholarly looks into whether uh, when rape is punishable by death, mm. as it is in some societies, and indeed uh, was until fairly recently in the United States military, whether there's a higher propensity for the rapist to kill his victim to prevent mm. prosecution for a capital crime. Don't Th- you get convicted of murder then? Or you hope you get away with it? Well, you've killed the only witness. Right, but you're hoping to get away with murder, which is a heck of a thing. Right, indeed. But there's some concern that it would lead to a higher rate of killing the victim. Mm. Um, and again, it is very serious. It is scholarly. It is troubling, etc. And um, and it is. Uh, and he mentions that now, under the Uniform Code of Military Justice, since 2007, Article 120 calls for the death penalty only in the event of the rape of a child, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And then Eric says. On a lighter note, God, and everything's lighter than that. Please attach, uh, attach, please find a news item from Taiwan on a parrot that can sing whole phrases of classic Chinese songs. That's a parrot? You know, you're right, Eric. Singing Chinese parrots is considerably lighter fare than rape and death. Thank you for what may be the most contrasty two-part email in the history of the Armstrong and Getty Show. Are you kidding? How about third-degree burns and smoothie recipes tomorrow? Eric, you <laughs> maniac. <laughs> but oh, wow. super double-secret extra credit for both halves of the email being quite good. <laughs> I mean, if you're looking for parrot, they can sing traditional Chinese songs. China. This is among the best I've ever heard. And is one fine singing Chinese parrot right does, there. Does that parrot have a band, or does it have, like, the symbols on its feet, and it's, like, doing the one-man, one-bird band thing? It's kind of <laughs> bopping about on top of some sort of device, and okay. I'm wondering if that's uh, incorporated. I wonder if that's part of the, the percussion you heard. Like an email on childhood diseases and side boob pics. Yeah. No kidding. Wow. Eric, good stuff. Keep it coming. So Trump and Corker are going at it again on the Twitter sphere. Uh, over the whole tax thing, I think Corker's got a decent argument. Um, so we'll get into that. Marshall's News. Also coming up, Eric from Astoria on the loss of a spouse and whoopee cushions. Wow. Wow. Uh, stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Checking this out before the news or waiting? Joe dropping an F-bomb on the air. I think we probably ought to get through Marshall's news just okay. so we can get paid for today before right. the whole thing ends. So we'll air it and you decide whether or not Joe dropped an F-bomb. And then, <laughs> then the FCC fines will come forward. There's, there's no deciding, I'm telling you. Based on your decision. 
Uh, news now, and there's plenty with Marsha Phillips. Uh, President Trump hosting a tax reform luncheon today, and already one major feud has broken out as the GOP looks for ways to pay for the tax cuts proposed in the reform package. The president has ruled out a plan to limit 401k contributions. That's hurt some Republicans like Senator Bob Corker. We need to leave everything on the table to be successful, and when you begin on the front end taking those things off, it makes it more difficult. Now, Senator Corker's been saying the president's attendance at the weekly GOP uh, lunch will be more photo op than discussion of tax reform. So this morning, the president shot back tweeting Bob Corker, who helped President O give us the bad Iran deal and couldn't get elected dog catcher in Tennessee, (laughs) is now fighting tax cuts. Corker dropped out of the race in Tennessee when I refused to endorse him and now is only negative on anything Trump looked at his record. And virtually everything in that statement is incorrect. And you have Corker's response with the facts. You have Corker's response? I do not. He tweeted back. John, will you look that up for us? Corker responded with a daycare blast. Um, So the problem is uh, the news came out over the weekend that the Republicans, part of what they're going to do is they're going to lower the contributions of 401k to $2,400. That's all that you get tax-free to sock away. Which I don't like and struck me as something. But I thought, you know what? This is what happens. I'm going to keep my mouth shut. Mm -hmm. I'm going to wait because this is what happens. Everybody's got their particular thing. And as soon as it's floated, everybody goes crazy, and then so you never get tax reform. Right. So I thought, I'm going to wait. But somebody hit President Trump with it yesterday, and while he was sitting there, I'm guessing perhaps without thinking about it at all or discussing it with his... His budget guy was discussing it on Face the Nation on Sunday. Right. He said what I just said. He said... People pick these things apart, individual items. You have to look at the totality of the tax package to see whether it's better for you or worse. Right. That's what we need to do. Well, that's what the the White House budget director said, or budget budget advisor. The next day, Trump just, in front of a microphone, takes it off the table. That's what Corker is responding to. You know, it's time for a Joe Getty rantatorial. I really would like you people to be happy. I'd like you to be entertained. I'd like your hearts to be lighter. That's kind of what we do for a living. But I really want you to be very, very angry for about 20 seconds, if I can drag you along with me. All this discussion, whether it's inappropriate or not, and I agree with Jack, is completely inappropriate. You can't be arguing over the the recipe for a stew as the individual (laughs) ingredients are being discussed. (laughs) You're taking away the sugar. You can't have the no sugar. There's got to be sweet with the sour. I'm going to put in two cups of orange juice in 30 seconds. It's got to be bloody sweet. You know, it's, it's really that sort of thing. <laughs> As you're pulling this thing apart, but, 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 but. And here is the big funky butt. <laughs> All this discussion about the 401k. Do you get to put $2,500 in before the Fed starts to take a big chunk of your money for your own retirement? Do you get to put in $10,000 till the government takes a bunch of your money? How much do you get to keep? Nobody, nobody, nobody is talking about getting rid of redundant, ineffective, wasteful programs. Nobody's talking about meaningful, meaningful reform of, of entitlements, which are what? Two-thirds of three-quarters of the budget. Nobody is addressing what they do with your money after they take it by force. Nobody. Yeah, but the, the, true. But the White House budget guy uh, repeated what they've been saying for a couple of weeks now is, 
There's no will in Washington to deal with that. We're just accepting that nobody's willing to deal with that and our tax proposals based on that. Right. Because you just there's Republicans or Democrats. Nobody's interested in what you just talked about. You just have to accept reality. Right. Well, Which is probably smart. It's depressing and will ruin the country, but it's probably smart. Well, see, I'm, I'm, I'm not willing to go there yet, but you're right. <laughs> uh, Corker's response? Yeah, so his first tweet in four days. Corker, I didn't even touch her. 50 <laughs> minutes ago, same untruths from an utterly untruthful president. Hashtag alert the daycare staff. <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow. This is crazy. Uh, this is as they get ready to sit down for lunch to talk about tax reform. Right. U.S. officials think the Army Special Forces soldiers attacked in Niger may have been set up. NBC News reporting investigators suspect terrorists got advance notice the Green Berets were going to a meeting of elders in a village that was supportive of local ISIS affiliates. It's practically guaranteed. Four American Special Forces troops killed in that ambush. Now, in an entirely different matter, Bill O'Reilly has repeatedly blamed reports of sexual misconduct on a politically motivated media. On Monday, he admitted he also blames a higher power. You know, I am mad at God. Yeah, I'm mad at him, O'Reilly said in the latest episode of his web series, No Spin News. I wish I had more protection. I wish this stuff didn't happen. I can't explain it to you. Yeah, I'm mad at him. And then during an interview with the New York Times last week, O'Reilly insists he's really the victim. We have physical proof that this is bullshit. Bullshit. Okay? So, it's on you if you want to destroy my children further. Alright, because it's all crap. Why don't you be human beings once? This is horrible. It's horrible what I went through. Horrible what my family went through. This is crap. And you know it. It's politically and financially motivated. And we can prove it with with shocking information. There you go. Wow, what you hear will shock you. Boy, in the modern media history of this sexual harassment mm. stuff back and forth, he has always been the, the, the guy most vehemently denying that he did anything. Well, we're, show us the shocking proof. Or, Billo, listen, go defend your name. Quit with the, my children couldn't handle a trial. Say to him, Junior, Missy, here's the way it goes. Here, there are a bunch of women and their lawyers who want to take daddy's money. And what they're claiming is that daddy did some bad things and he owes them money. I didn't do those bad things. I would never do those bad things. Any man who would do those bad things is an awful man. But I'm not going to give them their money to make them go away. I'm going to go defend our name. And the kids would say, go, daddy. They'd give him a big hug and be rooting for him every minute. You're saying, daddy. You know, I've always uh, taken his uh, his his reasoning right. here. He didn't want his, his kids to see this whole thing. But he's like 70-some years old. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> His children aren't six and seven. Right. His, are his kids like 40? If he has 40-year-old kids, I think they could handle it. Everybody called Daddy of the West. Uh, Jim, you're you're 42. Stop. Stop blowing the Wester. What? All right. That is a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips. The Armstrong and Getty Show, the voice of the West. <laughs> I think your 40 and 38 year old children, or however old they are, could handle your explanation of, well, it's politically motivated. I'm a powerful guy, blah, 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 if that's the case. There's an awful lot of women that have uh, accused O'Reilly over the years, an awful lot of them. Well, and Fox News wrote a hell of a lot of checks. Yeah. 
If I'm some ex-Fox News babe, I'm thinking maybe I get a lawyer and get paid a little bit. I'm not saying all of the allegations are false. Wow. Could be none of them are false. I'm just saying the money was a-flowing. Up to $32 million well, for Fox, one person. Yeah. Fox, they say, although I don't, I don't buy that story. I just don't. That number is unrealistic, but I could be wrong. If it was but half that, it'd be extraordinary. It's pretty well agreed upon that Fox, uh, 20th Century Fox, wrote $100 million worth of settlement checks for all this stuff to make it go away. So wow. with, with money pouring out of the fire hydrant like that, you don't think some people who didn't have legitimate complaints didn't, like, put a bucket in there for a minute? I don't know. Uh, Joe dropped an F-bomb on the air the other day, and I think the FCC needs to finally come down. Um, so we'll play that for you. You be the judge. <laughs> among, among other things to get into on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Okay, we nailed it down. I was completely unfair, as I'm, I often am. I'm a talk show host. <laughs> we have a license to be unfair as talk show hosts, but I try to be fair. O'Reilly's kids are 20 and 14. So a few years ago, you know, five years ago, obviously, they were five and eight. Or I mean, 15 and eight, which is, you know, you might not want to go through that whole uh, arguing and... Yeah, about whether or not you did some of this stuff and 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 everything that goes along with it, the media circus and the digging up the past and all that, and that being echoed then in school as right. your kids go to school because kids yeah, can yeah. be so cruel. Oh yeah, and everything else. I mean, just uh, I could understand not wanting to do that, but a little more on that coming up. Um, he he apparently is okay with uh, saying your mom is a whore, <laughs> according to a, a number of news sites wow. to his kids. Well, so is is their mother a sex worker? Well, she start- Let's establish the facts first. She had an affair with a, a, a cop that she then married, uh-huh. um, but uh, that doesn't make her a whore. No, indeed. Did. Yeah. Um, so the other day, Joe dropped an F-bomb, and uh, whew, I would like well, to let's distance just, Let's, let's sn- slow down here just a minute. I'd like to distance myself. <clears throat> let's, let me just say, for the record, before we play this. Boy, an S-bomb like three weeks ago. There is no way. There is no way this is what it sounds like. There's no way I would use that word on the air. There's no way nobody would notice it. Have you used that word in your private life? (laughs) Weren't we going to come up with theme music for when Jack or Joe is completely unfair? (laughs) Although this sort of thing happens in the media all the time and people act like it's a serious thing. So anyway, well, just go ahead and play it. I'm just, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's weird. I don't know what's going on here. Please don't be offended, because there is no way it's what it sounds like. That's right. You just went under a bridge. I wasn't laughing. <laughs> uh, oh, God. You would fu- be so... And that was for the takeoff yeah, of a fire. There it was. In there, that's uh, shocking. Sounds like a man dropping in an F-bomb. I thought you said pho. That seems to be what a large percentage of these listeners submitted things are. They hear the, the syllable, and oh, 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 and then they send in emails, and... Um, this well, one was more than. There's a bunch that we get suggested that we never even play on the air because it's ridiculous. Because they're stupid. Close. They're not good. Yeah. It is uh, the fidelity of uh, amplitude modulation, AM radio, for most of you <clears> listening. <throat> and uh, it has its limitations. <laughs> yeah, I did not drop an F bomb. It's funny. It is the technology of the past that we continue to embrace. Now that I have earphones, play it one more time. Oh. <laughs> That's right. You just went under a bridge. I wasn't laughing. 
<laughs> oh, oh, God, you would Fuck. be so... And that was for the takeoff of a yeah, fireman. That, that sounds like a man shouting the F-bomb. <laughs> it's not, though. I would never offend you folks with that sort of coarse, de- de- degenerate language. And I apologize anything close to what was said. Because that language belongs on the low road. And Joe, where do you stay? Right up here on the high road, everybody. Come on up. The weather's great. So an affidavit from the divorce trial with Bill O'Reilly allegedly came out. Who knows if it's true or not? A lot of news outlets ran with it. Do, do, do I want to do this? He's always been nice to me. Uh, no. I don't want to do this. No, you do not. Okay. Go ahead. Mm. <laughs> what? What? I don't know what you're going to do. We, we just played a clip of him uh, on his show, so this is not like... You know, sneaky. It was him on his podcast screaming and yelling about how this is bull ass. Uh, part of that was at the editorial office of the New York Times. Oh, was it? I yeah. thought that was part of his podcast. No, him screaming the obscenities was at the New York Times. Okay. He did it live. Screaming this. He'll is, write it and he'll do it live. This is we'll crap. This is bull ass, which right. it's what he's been saying for years. And and he is he was the, he was the target for a long time before Trump ever came along and everybody talked about that. I remember when Bill O'Reilly was the focus of <clears throat> everything that was wrong with America, Trump. like the late 90s, yeah, early 2000s. So yeah. there was a lot there were a lot of people out to get him from the loony left progressive America. But there've been seeking to bring down the great man. But there've been quite a number of women over the years that have claimed that he uh he you know, he liked to to to, to work his uh work his man. Oh no. While no, he was on the phone no, with him and stuff no, like that. Oh no. No. That was one allegation of several. I mean, there were a couple. Uh there was the whole uh little brown woman thing. He was he, he may have uh, engaged in a little extramarital uh, hijinks, I don't know. Hmm. Well, his wife was off at the cop. Why are we talking about this? Why am I talking about he was this? At the New York Somebody Times, stop me. Because he was at the New York Times <laughs> screaming, this is bull ass, ah. their front page Sunday story that ah. he paid out uh, $32 million. And right. then yesterday, Megyn Kelly started her show by saying Bill O'Reilly claims he never had, a, uh, had anybody go to HR and file a complaint. I know that's not true because I did. Uh, that's what Megyn Kelly says. That's what she claims, which I'm sure there's paperwork for. Shut up, Meg. <laughs> Shut up, Meg. So you don't want me to go forward with this? Okay. I don't know. I don't know what is forward. It's it's pretty it's it's pretty uh, it's pretty rough stuff. If this is true, or actually, if it's not true, it's definitely rough stuff to say about O'Reilly. What is it? it's uh, accusations from the divorce trial? Yeah, and you got to remember, in a divorce, oh, when you're boy. fighting over the kids and a hell of a lot of money. People regularly do all kinds of, of abhorrent things. Well, let's keep in mind that Ivana Trump said he raped me. Yep. Now says he never raped me. That yeah. was just a thing for the divorce trial. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's, there's. I've, I've known couples that, uh, that divorce time things just get so crazy. Like you can't believe that those people are doing that. Mm-hmm. So you know, I've talked myself out of passing this along. And you can Google it if you really want it. Anyway, it's out there. Well, a rare moment of restraint, folks. Nobody's more amazed than me. <laughs> His ex-wife made a lot of uh, horrifying claims. He says that uh, she is a, an adulterer, which she probably was. That's often the way it works, technically, if you uh, end up marrying somebody else you were dating while you were still married. But they were at the end of their marriage, and technically, who knows what was going on. Right. Who are we to judge? Let's talk show hosts. Let's remove the log from our own eye before we judge the speck in our neighbor's eye. You know where that's from, Jack? The good book. 
pick it up once in a while, huh? That would make the this, Bible. I, I, that's a good philosophy. It would make this job very difficult. <laughs> it would make this job damn near impossible. <laughs> So, you're rejecting the word of God. Speaking of the New York Times and all the big news outlets, the Washington, or the Russian probe has taken a twist. We'll have more on that coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hi, I'm Gabby Reese. Join me and my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton, on our journey with Laird Superfood. From our kitchen to yours, we've crafted delicious plant-based creamers, coffee, greens, and so much more using high-quality functional ingredients. Visit LairdSuperfood.com and use the code GABBY2024 for 20% off your first order. See new things. Try new things. Go back centuries while living in the moment. Forge new paths while discovering old ones. Pedal, paddle, and paint while trekking, tasting, and tailoring experiences that transform you into a better version of yourself. Immerse yourself in the world by activating your mind, your heart, and your body on a river cruise exclusively from Avalon Waterways. Save with limited time offers at avalonwaterways.com. Avalon is cruising. Elevated. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. 